1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: The lights are out. There gets it, the lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The The Game.
4: 108, 105. Lakers. Curry step back three straight on ties it right back up. Oh, ho, ho. oh man! Does it feel like a playoff game? It does. 108, 108. All right, Warrior fans. 888-957-9570. 8 8, Where's the panic meter at now? It did feel like a playoff game inside Crypto uh, Arena. Uh, formerly Staples Center down in L.A. It was a tough start for the Warriors. They bounced back. Huge night from the Warrior bench as they helped flip the game. Warriors were down 14 early. They had a 14-point lead. A couple of different junctures that appeared as if they were in control of this one, but LeBron James kept the Lakers in it and then brought them home down the stretch Just an incredible performance from an all-time great tonight in LeBron James as he goes for 56 points at one point hit three consecutive three-pointers to uh, help uh, bring the Lakers from down six to up three. Then there was the back-and-forth portion uh, where you had Steph getting into the act, and you had Jonathan Kaminga hitting a, a big shot, and uh, back-and-forth they would go at the end of this one, but it all winds up in a Laker 124-116 to 116 win over the Warriors, 35-22 Lakers, in the fourth quarter, and the Warriors have some major problems. Four in a row in the loss column. They have now dropped eight of their last ten overall. The Warriors tonight with the loss, and the Memphis Grizzlies win in Memphis tonight against the Orlando Magic. The Grizzlies have now jumped the Warriors and are in second place in the Western Conference. So it's Phoenix one, it is the Memphis Grizzlies two, and it is the Golden State Warriors now third, in the Western Conference, and a couple of games up on the Utah Jazz for fourth. And oh, by the way, Steve Kerr announced post game, and we're going to hear from Steve Kerr here coming up momentarily. But uh, the head coach of the Dubs announcing post game that the Warriors are not sending Stephen Curry and uh, basically a, a bunch of the veteran players to Denver for the makeup game. That was to be played at the end of December, but was postponed due to COVID Uh, and the Warriors scheduled to make a couple of trips to Denver in the next week, Monday, their next game and, and five days from tonight on Thursday. And the big boys aren't going to Denver. The young players are going to Denver on Monday. Uh, and the Warriors standing a little bit annoyed about where the league decided to place that game, uh, making it a back-to-back against the Clippers and, and making it where they essentially have to make two trips from California in a very short period of time to Denver and, and play at altitude. So it's a night where Stephen Curry played well. It's a night where Jordan Poole played very well. Jonathan Kaminga pitched in. Moses Moody was solid again. Uh, but the Warriors uh, wind up losing in this one, despite the huge night from what was... Uh, you know, Juan Toscano Anderson made an impact, a huge night from the Warriors' bench. But you add it all up, and this team's got major problems. Draymond Green still not coming back uh, in, in these next couple of games, in all likelihood. And the Warriors, you know, tonight was probably their best chance. Tonight was probably the best chance... Uh, at a win, considering the games that had just been played and the game that the warriors now have to play in Denver where they 're deciding not to send their veterans, this is a real real missed opportunity uh, for the golden state warriors so eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero where 's the panic level at now? Because the key question really is the the fact that you know, how far are the warriors going to slide right now before they're able to get everybody back and then how much time are they going to have back at that point to move forward. Let's get Adam in here right off the top. 888-957-9570. The Comcast Business text line is open as well, but Adam gets us tipped off here on Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Adam?
5: So I have I have two questions for or one question and then a response. What is your panic meter at? Because mine is at a 10 and I'd like to hear yours and I want to say one more thing.
4: You got it. Mine's actually my. – I'll say this. I've been pretty prudent about it, and I said today going into the game it was at about a three. I thought tonight was a perfect opportunity to, to get a win. The Lakers have been tra- playing terrible. I, it went from a three to about a, about a five or a six at this point uh, because there's a lot of things right now that are looking more and more problematic by the game that that are still potentially going to be problems – even when Draymond Green comes back, for me, so I'll, I'll let you continue, Adam.
5: Agreed. agreed. I, I, I you know, I, I call into these radio shows a lot, and I love to hear your guys' opinions. You're the ones hosting the show and everything like that. I, I am just like, it's not even like what's happening to this team, all this stuff. It's like, no, this, this is really, really bad. I was gonna ask, like you said, you're at a three after tonight, like a five or six. My thing was, I was like. What's higher than a ten that I could stay on? Stay on a meter. Like here's the thing that, but tonight stands out. We lost by six, right? Number one, that non-goal ten call with LeBron. I mean, I, I said if the Warriors lost by two or less, that's the game-changing play. We lost by six. Terrible play, but that was just atrocious. However, our fault. Ten missed free throws. Draymond Green is not going to fix your free throw problem. And the Warriors all season have been a bad free throw shooting team. In a game that we lost by six could have said uh, maybe less if that goaltending didn't happen. We, we missed 10 free throws. And I've been saying this since I called into the morning roast two months ago zero rim or when when Draymond went out like what is your panic meter how worried are you and I would said I said I was very concerned because now we have no defense and tonight zero rim protection Austin Reeves I don't know what the actual stat is but he out rebounded our whole team it felt like it's like this guy should not be getting all these rebounds he's doing but you know what that has to do with heart it has to do with effort energy I'm really glad to see Jordan Poole's been playing well but it's like it's eight out of the last 10. Like, I don't, you can't keep on making up excuses for this team anymore. Like, they, like you need to just show up and play basketball and they're not doing it. So I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's just not, not a good state right now.
4: Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. Adam's line open eight at couple on the Comcast business text line. I and mean, there's so many different things to get to. I mean, I, I, mentioned it yesterday when I was filling in for Steiny on with Guru here because it played out on Thursday where you could have made a case and look I know big picture the Warriors aren't going to win a championship if Klay Thompson isn't right and I'm not putting tonight's loss on Klay Thompson all right it, it's a collective there are a lot of players on this team right now that that aren't playing well and that didn't play well tonight but Thursday night raised a question for me with respect to will there be a time where Clay Thompson is playing poorly and there are other players that are playing better than Clay Thompson in an individual game, and he's just so not right in working his way back from this injury that for that game on that night, it's a better decision to maybe not finish the game with Clay Thompson. And the other night it was... A matter of Jordan Poole was playing well, Moses Moody was playing well, and Steve Kerr stuck with Moody. Poole was on the bench, Clay was out there. Tonight, another example. I mean, Clay was chucking out there tonight. I mean, just bad shot after bad shot. And we're going to hear from Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr mentioned the fact that he didn't like the offensive execution down the stretch, thought the Warriors were taking bad shots. Well, he's talking right to Klay Thompson, who's pressing, again, one of five from three-point range, three of 13 overall, and it feels like half of the 13 shots were forces. And at some point, I think Klay Thompson does have to just take a deep breath and understand that he's he's still pretty good. And let the game come to him and and try to work your way back into a rhythm and it doesn't have to happen all at once. It, it it does not have to happen all at once if you're Clay Thompson. And he seemingly coming back now off of this illness, these last couple of games, it felt like the Clay Thompson the first couple of weeks back off of the injuries. He's just so hell bent on making it happen. Right now, every game is going to be the breakout game. He Just take a deep breath and let the game come to you a little bit. But it raises the question again tonight... And, you know, the Warriors wound up playing because the Lakers went super small. They were able to go with Poole, and they were able to go with Clay and Steph down the stretch. Jonathan Kaminga played very well tonight and, and finished the game, scored 18 points in, in 29 minutes. And, and Andrew Wiggins was was going to be out there as well as one of the top players. But tonight, another one of those situations where you could make the case that, you know, should you maybe have gone away from Clay, <laughs> you know, down the stretch in the game? Andrew Wiggins, uh, not a great night from Andrew Wiggins. Really, not a great night for the starters collectively. When you look at it, the best starter uh, on the floor for the Warriors tonight, uh, in, in terms of plus-minus, was Clay Thompson. But they were all minuses. They were all minus five, uh, minus five or worse. And you know, they didn't play well early in this one. Lakers got up seven. It was back and forth in a third quarter where the Warriors probably should have had a bigger lead uh, going uh, into the fourth quarter than they did. It wound up being an even quarter, and they were uh, up five going to the fourth quarter. It probably should have been in in a little bit of a different place than it was at that point in time. And then they're just not getting the contributions from Otto Porter whose shot looks broken uh, compared to where it was earlier in the year. Uh, and, and they're just – it's just out of sync. Everything's out of sync, I think, for the Warriors right now in a big-time way. And it's got to be pretty demoralizing when Steph has a really good game, 30 points. You know, he shoots it well. He's, he's getting good shots. Uh, but but Clay just can't hit anything. You know, Wiggins looks more tentative at the free throw line. The Warriors nine of nineteen at the free throw line tonight. Juan Toscano-Anderson got there, got there eight times, missed three. I mean, that's just incredible. Uh, Andrew Wiggins again, a two for four. Uh, when you look at the, at the free throw line, or, I'm sorry, Andrew Wiggins was, was 0 for 2 at the free throw line. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, 1 for 3. Even Moses Moody got there one time and missed his one opportunity. So 9 of 19 from the free throw line for the Warriors in this one. That is another thing that, that has become a problem. And it felt like the Warriors were kind of messing around with the game tonight to be perfectly blunt about it. It felt like the Warriors were messing around with the game, you know, got off to a bad start, flipped the game with their bench uh, into the first quarter and, and on into the second quarter, and and there was a feeling as if the Warriors, it was almost like the Warriors thought they could coast a little bit in this game. Once they got control of it in the second quarter, it was 22-10 with Curry out of the ball game. The bench was awesome. You mentioned JTA and Poole and Kaminga. Moody was good, uh, and... The Warriors were in a position where, where they were up 14 late in the first half and the Lakers go on an 11-2 to two run in the final basically minute and 15 of the half and all of a sudden 14 is down to 5 and then you're in a fight and the Warriors come out and retake control in the third quarter but that quarter winds up tied. Poor close to the quarter for the Warriors there. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, they let LeBron get going, and it felt like they were playing with fire a little bit. To where uh, they they let the Lakers stay close enough, and then LeBron on the national stage decided he was going to try to take it over. He hits the three threes, and then the execution's terrible down the stretch, and you wind up uh, with your fourth consecutive loss, eight to ten. Your third in the West, and you're now not sending your best players to play in a game on monday so this this loss almost counts as two at this point now because the likelihood of the warriors going to denver and i know they've been better in some of these shorthanded games this year than they have been in years past when they've given uh teams or they've given players the night off they do have a win in san antonio and a win in detroit when they've done it but the denver nuggets are not the San Antonio Spurs or the Detroit Pistons 8889579570 8889579570 uh who do you put this one on a couple of text messages uh, to get to a couple of people saying Clay needed to be benched in the fourth 510 panic level at a 1 or a 2 just string a few wins together and they're back on track there's a month left and then the playoffs so just Breathe, B R E A T H E. Warriors fans, I, I I can get down with that. I can understand that. But at some point, you have to win a couple of games. You have to win a couple of games when they're right there in front of you, just to stabilize. It gets to the difference between you know we talk about this this stretch now where they're fourteen and twelve since Draymond Green went out on on January the ninth and. If you win tonight and you win the Dallas game and you win the Denver game, all of a sudden you're you're 17 and 9 over this stretch and all of a sudden you're a couple of games up on Memphis. And yeah, you're not playing well by your own standards or by the inflated standards that were set by the 18 and 2 start or the 29 and 9 start. You you might be at that point not playing to what the new expectations are, but you're treading water in a way where this whole stretch isn't having the potential to alter your season. The Warriors are going to have time, in theory, to get everybody back, but this stretch right now, these last 10 games, and maybe the next three or four games, that stretch collectively before they get everybody back, the Warriors are going to pay a price for this stretch that that could have ramifications as to how far their playoff run lasts. It's one thing when we're talking about they're struggling, they're getting guys back, but they're hanging on to the two-seed. If this team dips to three, which currently they already have, then you're talking about Dallas or Denver potentially in the first round. You're talking about maybe Memphis or Dallas or Denver in the second round, and then you're playing Phoenix in a conference final, and then you've got to figure out a way to get uh, on to – uh, the NBA Finals, if you can make your way through all of that. Is this Warriors team at full strength capable of doing it? Sure, but that two months is going to be an absolute gauntlet. You dipped a fourth. All of a sudden, it's Dallas or Denver or, or or maybe Utah in a first round, although I guess Utah would pass you, so it's basically Dallas or Denver in a first round. Then you're playing Phoenix in a second round, and what are you going to have left in the back end? Uh, you, you could get through Phoenix and still not even – you'll only be halfway to a championship. So the, the reason for the panic is not that the issues this team is currently having are going to necessarily continue once they're fully healthy. It's the cost – that losing right now will have on what the ultimate goal is for this team. 888-957-9570. Dino in Walnut Creek is next here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Dino.
3: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for uh, taking my call tonight. You got it. I don't know. I was was saying before the game how I want to kind of manage expectations, right? Because we're trying to accomplish two things which is you know one get into playoff mode but two develop the young talent so I, I do feel like we need to temper expectations to a degree because of some of the streakiness of our young players although tonight Oklahoma we'll they did well um, but on the on the playoff side you know the this stretch really i think implicates the coaching staff and i'd love to and by that I mean, there's just um, they're not really coaching momentum. Like there's a lot of swings that we've had, where I think it was in the third quarter today where we were pushing that 12 to 14 point lead, and then we sat sat Curry, and um, and then the Lakers shipped away with a quick five point swing, and then we had a bad start to the fourth quarter. And this is, I feel like it's a trend. You know, I know we're not doing Curry's. 12 six 12 six kind of minutes we used to last year right should we go back to that I'm, I'm kind of curious you know what it, what it do the stats now prove out like you know that these this lineup and this rotation even though we're missing our big our, you know dre obviously that uh, it's not working so yeah, I'd love to hear what you you got to say about it
4: yeah, no, thanks, Dino. I, I've been saying for a while I would go back to playing Curry the whole first and third quarters and playing him the final six to, to eight minutes depending upon where the game is at and and wanting to keep his minutes in, in line of, of fourth quarters. I, I actually like I like Jordan Poole coming into the the game around the three or the four minute mark for Clay and then finishing the quarter with Steph Curry first and third quarters and then he can get in a little bit of a rhythm with Steph and then stay in the game when Steph comes out. So I actually think it helps Steph. I'm stuck and Steve Curry even within the last couple of weeks has said they're not going back to it. They they inadvertently in the last couple uh or they inadvertently tonight wound up in a position where they they were going to to take Curry out and put Clay in late in the first quarter, but they didn't get a stoppage of play. So Curry wound up playing the whole first quarter, and it actually kind of led to the run uh, where Poole got into a rhythm, and that got Poole going. He was playing with Curry initially, and that got him going to where he was cooking, knocking down threes at will, looking like the Jordan Poole that we saw in the first, let's say, 35 or 40 games of, of the season. And so I think at that point... Uh, you know they kind of stumbled into it tonight, and then in the second half, you know Curry not only did he come out late in the third, but he didn't even start the fourth, and that was I think to get him a little bit of an extra rest to come back in the game. In that break, the Lakers made hay. they they closed the gap. I think it went from eight to tied uh, when Curry was was in the game, and then it was uh, going to be a dogfight down the stretch. So no, I've been a proponent. I know Steve Kerr's explained why, uh, but. I'm a proponent of getting it back to the way Curry has had it since Steve Kerr has been here because he's more comfortable with it. He's on record as saying he prefers it the 12-6, 12-6 way. And so, to me, you want to do what you're, you're. everything. You know, Curry is the system, right? Like Kevin Durant said. So you want to make sure uh, that that you put uh, him in, in position to be as as comfortable and successful uh, as possible. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get Aaron up next here on Warriors wrap up on 95.7, The game. Hey, Aaron.
0: Hey, hey. How you doing?
4: Good. What's going on, Aaron?
0: Well, yeah, I'm gonna talk about the game tonight and. Talk about what what's uh, really the uh, Warriors' problem. Uh, the problem the problem is they undersize, and Bob Myers had a chance, you know, get a, a back a big big man, you know, because Wiseman is out, and so now, you know, you look at all these other teams like Memphis, you know, they got four big men, and Suns they got four big men, and so you gonna have rebounding. And that's what the Warriors is uh, failing to do, is rebound
4: Appreciate it. Thanks Thanks for the call here. 888-957-9570. Warriors uh, tonight, they do get out-rebounded 47-41. Look, that big man that everybody's clamoring for, and I, I don't mean to come down your road uh, on this one, uh, Aaron, but that big man, you can make the case that it was a miscalculation for the Warriors once they knew – that Wiseman was going to be out longer than expected. I think that was the first miss on that. They they thought Wiseman was going to be a factor sooner in terms of just at a minimum being able to play backup big man, you know, kind of minutes. And then because Wiseman was going to be that big man, they went with a different style of big man in terms of Bielitza, a shooting, passing, stretch five type of a player. And I think the reality is they made the decision that they were comfortable enough playing small and that they're better off playing small to where they didn't need to go chase that. As far as tonight's game goes, the Lakers started LeBron at center, basically. They put Stanley Johnson in the lineup. LeBron was effectively the center. Kavon Looney played 13 minutes tonight. The reason he played 13 minutes, it was two shifts. It was the first 6-7 of the first, first 6-7 of the of the second half and then because the Lakers weren't playing a, a center at all, the Warriors just matched it, and that was the, the right call to play uh, a, a little bit smaller. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ uh, FM and HD1, San Francisco and Odyssey Station. That's brought to you by DuckDuckGo. John Dickinson here. Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game, reacting to this one, 888 957 eight nine five seven nine five seven zero uh, as the Warriors lose in L.A. to the Lakers, 124-116 to 116 is the final. Warriors outscored 35-22 in the fourth quarter, and they waste a golden opportunity to just stop the bleeding. To me, that's what tonight was about. Tonight was about stopping the bleeding. Where's the panic meter at for you now, Warrior fans? It's 8 of 10. You've dipped a third in the West, and the Warriors are now in a spot where – they're probably not going to win on Monday night either because Steve Kerr announced that, that they're not sending Steph, among others, uh, to Denver to play the first of what's going to be two games next week in Denver. Let's go ahead and hear the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, uh, following this ball game, and then uh, we'll come back. We'll get more phone calls for you uh, as well. But
1: here's uh, here's the head coach. It's always uh, every game is a compilation of 100 or so possessions for each side. And uh, we talk about it all the time as a team. It's just, um, you know, can you minimize your mistakes over the course of the game by doing all all the things that you've got to do to win, you know, taking care of transition, boxing out, uh, you know, defending without fouling, uh, offensively, you know, taking care of the ball, uh, you know, Put the ball on the floor move it. Um, make the defense work. You know all all these things that we talk about and work uh, work on every day. Um, they all matter, you know. And so over the course of those 200 possessions, um, we're making way too many mistakes um, execution-wise at at both ends. And so we're not giving ourselves a chance to win. LeBron well,
0: really those He starts at center instead of corner. Out- change
1: that Well, the game the game opens up for him and then he can get uh, downhill more and um, I thought uh, there were some plays early where we didn't uh, build a wall in front of him and and uh, kind of let him you know get through there in transition but he's you know obviously such a a handful coming downhill and then you know when he gets his three point shot going like he did in the second half uh, you know m- makes it uh, you know pretty difficult to try to guard him so um he was brilliant tonight LeBron was amazing players pressing, players. yeah clay's pressing and you know he he he's he got into a pretty good groove over, uh, you know, the month or so before the all-star break. And I feel like the sickness, you know, the illness that kept him out of a couple of games, um, uh, probably affected his conditioning and his timing. And so he's struggled, uh, you know, the last two games and, and, uh, he'll get it back. He's just, you know, he, he cares so much. Clay wants so badly to do well. And, um, uh, he's definitely pressing and, and he's just got to let the game come to him. And, He'll get there, uh, and we'll get there. But you know, we're as I said the other night, we're going through it right now, and uh, it's uh, you know, there's more games coming, so we've we've got to we got to do this ourselves. We got to dig out of the mud, dig our way out of the mud ourselves, and uh, nobody's going to help us.
0: What kind of adjustment for me down the stretch to try to slow him down?
1: Well, we hit him a couple times where uh, you know after he had made some threes. Uh, you know, we sent a second defender at him, but that's a dangerous proposition because he's such a great passer. And, and obviously the game is small um, the way with him, him playing the five. So he got a lot of ground to cover. And, um, you know, but I, I didn't think – I didn't like our execution down the stretch at all. I thought we were taking bad shots. Uh, the last three or four minutes we were just out there launching, launching uh, shots that um, with no uh, execution, no purpose – no thought of uh, making the defense work getting the ball swung side to side and um and that was a killer and then defensively you know they we gave up a, a couple of offensive boards that were huge and uh, so we we didn't give ourselves a chance to win and they took advantage of that just on you know we we have a uh, you know guys uh, coming in every day and working uh, on their free throws. Uh, you know, we have coaches helping them with it. Um, you just have to keep working at it. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that stuff tends to come and go. And, but I know that, that you know, when your team is struggling, um, what happens in this league, I've, I've seen it for a long time, you know, as long as I've been in this league, 30 plus years, when things are going poorly for you, um, things tend to go well for the opponent. You know, uh, you get a banked three from Austin Reeves at the end of the shot clock. That happens when your own team is struggling. And it's not a coincidence. It's um, because you're allowing the team to make plays. Your your mistakes are allowing your opponent to feel free and to feel loose and to feel confident. And so it's, uh, you know, things go wrong and they start to snowball and that's why i said it's it's up to us nobody's going to help us it's up to us to dig our way out of this and and our guys have to come together um the whole group and compete and as i said dig dig our way out of the mud <laughs> It's been it's been an issue for us the last month. You know, the isolation defense has has not been good. Teams are coming right down uh, downhill at us. Um, so it's some of it is uh, is technique. You know, we're we're not always closing out uh, correctly or um, or in an intelligent manner when uh, depending on whether a guy can shoot or not. Um, you know, when we are playing the driver well and he gets by us we're not always rotating over when the rotation is there we're not always helping the rotator i mean it's it's just all tied together well, so, you
0: know, we're do
1: so, so yeah we're we are not sending um uh, how many players are staying here uh or heading back to you remember we're not sending a lot of our players to denver Steph, and the decision was pretty easy. You know, the uh, throwing that game into the schedule the way uh, the league did after that game was postponed, and then going back to Denver. You know, three games and four nights, with two of those games being in Denver, going back and forth. Uh, we're not we're not going to put our our high minutes guys at uh, at risk. I thought you wanted to see more second, okay. um, they were the Second quarter, they're great in second quarter. Juan uh, Toscano Anderson came in and changed the game. He was great. Um, When the game is small and fast and a team is switching everything, uh, it's perfect for Juan. He's um, probably our best guy in terms of uh, slipping out of uh, switches, um, faking DHOs, making the defense work and confusing the defense uh, when they're switching. And you have to have that. when you're uh, when you're going against a team like that, so Juan really got us going. You know, Moses had a great first half. Uh, you know, J.K. did some really good things. So our, our young guys came in and did a did a really good job. I thought we had several chances to uh, really break the game open. Uh, we the last two minutes of the first half uh, were kind of a disaster, frankly. Um, and then we built the lead back up to maybe 12 early in the third quarter and the next few minutes were were terrible and that's this has been a a pattern during this bad spell for us we are not stepping on teams when they're down uh we're 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 making mistakes and allowing teams to hang around and when you do that in this league you're you're dead yeah there's not a whole lot you can do when when you have you know, three games and four nights and guys need rest. And uh, so we've been mixing in a lot of film sessions, um, uh, numbers, you know, showing them stats, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to find a time to get on the floor, but uh, ultimately, you know, the NBA is about, uh, there's always feels like there's always a game the next night and you just gotta, you gotta bounce back and the group, the group has to come together, you know, the group has to decide, when are we going to get through this? And and so, like I said, it's up to us.
4: Yeah, it's up to the Warriors indeed. So Steve Kerr there, a couple of different things. I mean, on the positive note tonight, it it really was the the young players. I mean, Moses Moody, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, that, that bench group of, of young players, and a couple of them, 19 year olds, uh, playing very, very effectively. And, and then you got Juan Toscano Anderson as, as part of that. Uh, as well for the Warriors and you look at it only only four tonight off the bench and and that and those were the four it was Poole and Moody and Kaminga and, and JTA shorter rotation with the, the younger players being a part of it and they made a real positive uh, impact on the game as far as the rest of it goes yeah I think the Warriors top the to bottom aren't talented enough to 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 End teams basically when they've when they've got them down. Even teams that are struggling at the level that, that the Lakers are, uh, it's just too many mistakes, too much inconsistent play. Uh, a, a rebound here, uh, some poor defense there, and and really in the first half, especially the first quarter, the Warriors. I mean, they were just in a malaise uh, uh, as far as defensively, just getting attacked at the rim again, draw and kick, and and players getting to the rim at will, poor closeouts leading to advantages, as, as Steve Kerr alluded to. Uh, so, yeah, a, a lot of different things that are preventing them from, from putting teams away when they have these big leads, which has been a problem. But I do think some of that is... Look, you got to win the game once you have some of these leads, especially like the Denver game and the Dallas game at home, but it's harder to put teams away when when your overall talent level is is in a in a little bit of of a different place. 888-957-9570. How you feeling about the Warriors deciding they're not sending the veteran players? Uh, I would imagine that it's Steph and Steve Kerr didn't give specifics, but in all likelihood it's he did say Steph, but that's that's got to be Steph Clay Wiggins. Uh, probably Otto Porter as well uh, among those that that wouldn't be going. Gary Payton II missed tonight's game uh, already, so we'll we'll see. I would imagine he probably wouldn't wouldn't go uh, and make that trip. So it would be uh, a lot of the young guys getting opportunities. How do you feel about that? With this team losing eight of the last ten and and now four consecutive games and and dipping down to third, uh, Steve Kerr essentially kind of giving the league the the bird a little bit for where they placed the game, creating the three in four nights. And of course, this is the makeup game going back to December the 30th, where the Nuggets had some COVID issues. And if you recall, the Nuggets, uh, man, there was some, some questionable... Uh, I don't want to call it antics, but I think the Warriors were frustrated at the time because they thought Denver could have cobbled together the eight required players to play that game on that night, and the Warriors were really rolling, and the Nuggets had some other players that were questionable uh, due to to non-COVID injury, and they basically ruled those players out to take them below the threshold of eight, and then that put them in a position where the game was postponed, and now they're getting that game back rather than having to play it with eight, they're getting that game back on Monday, and now the Warriors are basically not going to send anybody. So it almost felt, almost in a way, felt like a little bit of a protest by Steve Kerr uh, and the Warriors against the league and where they put that game and creating the two trips to Denver and the three and, and four nights. 0. nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more phone calls. We'll wrap it up. Hear from Steph Curry and, and call it a night here as the Lakers beat the Warriors one twenty four to one sixteen on ninety five seven. The game.
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Carmelo Anthony, left elbow. Beats Stanley Johnson. Off the screen gets
4: Kaminga. Tries to drive on him. Cut off. Turns the ball over. Poole. Lost it. Deflected by Moody. Picked up by Poole. Poole pulls up, calling long distance, banked it home. He banked home the three, and now it's a six-point Lakers lead. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7. The Game. Yeah, the bank was open both ways tonight. Poole banked that one in, he was feeling it, and then Austin Reeves banked one in later uh, for the Lakers. And the Warriors able to, uh, you know, Fight back in this game, but too much, too much. LeBron and the Lakers wind up winning it, one twenty-four to one sixteen. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get Drew in Oakland on ninety-five seven. The game. What's up, Drew? Hey,
0: good evening, JD. Um, I tell you this: everyone going into this game was supposed to be a get-right game, right? So yeah, and it ends up being a get-right game for the Lakers. It, I mean, they made the Lakers look like they were. 12 games over 500 instead of eight or nine under the way they are. But if you listen, let me stop this beeping. If you listen to Steve Kerr, he just sounds absolutely exasperated. He doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like he knows the answers. He's putting the onus on the players, but, you know, he said all the right things. But if you replay the last four or five losses, it's the same stuff execution, you know, not getting rebounds. And honestly, just adding Draymond Green back, you know, that's not going to change the free throw 10 misses and it's not going to change the stepping out of bounds and the, the dumb plays uh, that, that, that's being made here. So going forward, you know, I don't think there's not going to be enough quality reps left when these guys, when it's just Draymond coming back. So I'm thinking here that, You know they're probably going to drop three of the next four, JD. You know I don't see how they can win them, especially when some of the guys aren't going. And you alluded to the fact that, you know I don't think too many Warrior fans are happy that they're not going to try and and win that next game. But going forward, I don't. They may drop to the fifth or sixth seed. What's your take on it, JD? You have a good evening, man. Appreciate it. Yeah,
4: appreciate it, Drew. A lot to chew on there. And then we'll hear from Steve, or we'll hear from Steph Curry rather. Uh, Look, I'm I'm always a proponent of go try to win the game. Uh, and, and I actually threw it out there on Twitter as far as that goes. Before Steve Kerr announced it, I put it on Twitter. I said, hey, I know the Warriors, at least I thought, they, they really wanted to to basically set, not send guys to one of, of the two games in Denver coming up, and, and I think what they were hoping was that they had won a couple of these last games, and it wouldn't maybe look – or feel as uncomfortable to the fans, but they're doing it uh, on Monday. The the game on Thursday in Denver, I think, is a TNT game, so I think they couldn't do it in that game if they wanted to, but it sounds like because this was the extra game when they were supposed to have a couple of days off after tonight before playing the Clippers, they decided to, to, to... have that be the game where nobody goes and, and let everybody either enjoy the rest of the weekend in LA or, or go back uh, to the Bay area. Those that, that aren't going to be making the trip uh, to Denver for, for the Warriors to, to have to play that game. I, I think the the free throw issue is not going away and it seems like it's becoming a bigger, bigger and bigger problem. I mean, tonight, Juan Toscano Anderson, who, who typically isn't, isn't in the rotation, uh, but he was, the biggest problem tonight at the line, 3 of 8, and that's been a problem in the past. The Wiggins thing is confounding. I mean, he's under 40% at the free throw line now going back over the last basically five weeks. Uh, so that's that's a, a, a pretty big problem. I think where you hope Draymond helps is, you know, yeah, he's not going to – he's going to help your overall basketball IQ, uh, you know, both ways. I mean, he is. He's going to help help you be a better defensive team he's going to help you be a smarter team he's going to help curry and clay i think get into a rhythm like he is the quintessential glue guy so he's going to help in that manner and i think what you're hoping for no he's not going to directly help the free throw shooting in fact at times he may even directly hurt the free throw shooting when he has to to go to the free throw line but you're hoping that you're going to be so much better in other areas that the free throw issue isn't something that that is going to kill you as much as it has killed the Warriors uh, over the course of, of this stretch where they where they haven't played uh, as well. Uh, 888-957-9570, some text messages to get to. Uh, but first, let's let let's get to uh, our shot of the game for tonight, which is presented by the County of Santa Clara. James to the front court, guarded by Kaminga. To the hash mark, back to that toward midcourt. Shot clock down to 10. James doesn't get the screen, he wanted. it, goes middle of the floor, guarded by Kaminga, takes a contested three, got it! Three straight threes for LeBron James, Steve Kerr calls time, and the Warriors trail. Yeah, that was an unbelievable performance, and it's got to be LeBron tonight, you go for 56 points, you knocked down six three pointers, and that was the one that I mean he wanted that one on Kaminga. I, I think he he saw Kaminga have a big game against the Warriors a couple of weeks ago at Chase, and he was a factor tonight. And Kaminga actually answered later with a three, had a big uh, putback dunk, and and Kaminga's unafraid of the big moment. I think that's pretty clear. But yeah, LeBron uh, in really what I thought was the the biggest momentum shifting moment of the game, him hitting the three straight threes. Uh, that's when it was like, uh uh-oh, the Warriors are really going to have to fight to win this game, and they may not have enough because it looked at that point like LeBron might go for 60. Uh, It ended up at 56, but the result, the same for the Warriors, and that's the shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call Two one one. couple of text messages uh, before we hear from, from Steph Curry uh, from the 760 on the Comcast Business text line. Totally demoralizing loss. How do the Warriors expect to do anything in the playoffs if they can't beat the Lakers? I mean, Drew and Oakland hit it. Supposed to be a get-right game. And supposed to be the kind of game that stops the bleeding. And now you lost tonight and you're, you're basically taking a loss in Denver because you're not going to send your, your veteran players uh, even even on the trip uh, at that point in time. So tough, tough, tough. Four one five. would Denver be a better first-round matchup? Well, they haven't beat Denver this year. Uh, I know they've been shorthanded in, in both games, but they're 0-2 against Denver, and they're probably going to be 0-3 against Denver, and they might wind up 0-4 against Denver. So I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about Denver being a, a better matchup uh, for, for anybody. I, I would not want to be the three seed and play Denver as a, as a six. Oh, They also might have Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray back. In fact, likely will have both of them back uh, by by the postseason. 6 6 what happened to Otto Porter's shot? That's been a big difference, and maybe it was a little bit unrealistic for the Warriors to expect the role players to play at the level they played earlier on in the year, and less overall talent playing with them as consistently, there's a little more pressure on the role players, and they don't necessarily come through at a higher level, but Porter has been struggling with his shot, which is obviously the biggest reason uh, that he is going to to be on the floor and why Steve Kerr gave him the nod. I was surprised Steve Kerr didn't start Kaminga tonight. I really was. I thought Kaminga would get the nod after he did a couple of weeks back in the Saturday Showcase game uh, up at Chase. So that'll do it for our text messages tonight. Let's hear a couple of minutes of Steph Curry. Post-game, great quote in here. I think the quote of the night from Steph uh, among his post-game presser. So here is uh, number 30 after the Warriors take
6: another L. We just did make winning plays throughout the whole game. Little stuff that uh, we've been talking about. Don't want to bore anybody. May saying all the same stuff, we used to make winning plays. We gave ourselves a good chance in spurts. Second half, third quarter was was really solid. Obviously, Brian played amazing, hit some some tough shots, and kind of acknowledged that for sure, but we still had some self-inflicted wounds that... Uh, just tough when you're trying to get out of a hole, um, bringing the right energy, was just IQ, effort plays, uh, just simple breakdowns, and then obviously boxing out. It was tough. You know, it seemed like uh, effort and energy. You know, Most of that
0: second quarter, you know, what did you see from that second unit?
6: They helped us get back in the game. Obviously, we had a rough start, and that's, that was a good sign. And uh, we need more of that. We just couldn't sustain it. And I don't know. It's rough right now. (laughs) Keeping it plain and simple is rough. We got to figure out how to uh, claw our way out. Because obviously, like you've seen the last four games, you know, it's self-inflicted wounds, but also, you know, guys are playing with confidence on the other end and coming at us. And, you know, having, I mean, it's not career nights, obviously, but having like performances that are, Unlike the uh the uh the previous, you know, five games or whatever you wanna call it where you are coming in, you're giving teams confidence as well. So we gotta figure that out. Uh-huh. Giving in to you know, losing mentality, like we're not that team, not gonna let us be that team. And I guess we know we've we've shown, you know, who we are in terms of you know how we started a season and feel like we can obviously get back to that. That's the confidence that has to remain, but we cannot give into this like losing spirit of just finding different ways to lose basketball games. Cause you know, the clock will tick out on you and you go into the summer thinking, you know, what could have, could have been, should have been having regrets. So I don't, I don't want to let us get into that, to that vibe. Obviously was it was 18 games left. We have to figure out how to turn these things around pretty quick. I mean, yes and no, like, it's not, it's not like running a play. It's, it's boxing out. It's not coming off strong side shooter. It's um, understanding how the team's defending us so that we know what shot we're trying to get and not rushing. Those are things you can, you should be able to talk about, watch film and make adjustments. It's not like you got to go out and do reps of, five on over or anything like that. That's not what's killing us. It's the other stuff. So that's happened throughout the course of the game and then it's highlighted, you know, the last three, four minutes, um, where you end up getting beat.
2: Yeah.
6: It's kinda of one of those things that you understand where he's where he's been over the last two years, understand what he's trying what level he's trying to get back to and how um there are gonna be ebbs and flows. Cause he's, you know, Trying to find that consistency. Uh, I know, coach, and he—I he, know—he's talked about it. Coach talked about it a little bit, just trying to let the game come to him. But you don't want to turn him into kind of second-guessing himself or hesitant either. Like there's a fine balance to who he is as a basketball player, who he is as a shooter and a scorer um, that he has to figure out. And we obviously got to support him, try to put him in position to be successful, and stick with him because he's obviously shown how legendary he is, you know, when, when things are clicking and that's going to happen. That's the mentality and mindset you have to have. So we gave them way too many second chance points throughout the whole game. And, you know, even in the fourth quarter, it's crazy to think like Broughton had 56 played out of his mind and we still had a chance to win. Because of all the other stuff, um, we had a couple, a couple of bad turnovers, but you know, not being a box out, letting guys you know get into the paint too often. Russ was really effective in that third quarter. In the third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter stretch, where he was just getting to the paint, finishing. That just gave them life and confidence. And on the road, like you can't do that. There's momentum that you have to protect at all costs. And if you give a team life, like they get paid to play basketball too, they can they can end up you know making. A few more plays than you do, and end up like a night like tonight. is
1: obviously
3: like priority number one. But starts to matter a little bit, trying to like gel.
0: season
6: I could care less about seating. It's just playing good basketball. Those got, I guess, they go hand in hand because you want to finish and peak at the right time. But right now, if playoffs start tomorrow, we'll be in some trouble. So we got to figure out like how to. F- Get ourselves back on the right track and just playing good basketball, we end up winning, winning games and feeling good about ourselves. But it's not going to happen just on its own. You got to do something about it. We have 18 games to do that.
4: 18 games to do it. And uh, Steph Curry, you heard it right there from the face of the franchise for the Golden State Warriors. He could care less about seeding as the Warriors dip from second to third. Uh, and after this loss and the Grizzlies were able to to win tonight at home against Orlando, and so they move in front of the Warriors. Those two teams going to face each other one more time uh, coming up at the end of March, on March the 28th, and you look at it and the Grizzlies, uh, they were able to get the win tonight and the Grizzlies have some more winnable games coming up uh, on their schedule As you just kind of look ahead here, tomorrow they play at Houston. Uh, Then they go play the Pelicans and the Knicks and are at Oklahoma City and Indiana. So you look at one, two, three, four, five, the next five games, and you can't just count any game as as a win necessarily. But at Houston, Pelicans are playing well. That's actually going to be a tough game. They're currently 10th in the West and, and playing at a pretty high level. The Knicks will give you a battle uh, but obviously the the, the Grizzlies are going to be favored in a home game against the Knicks. Then you go to OKC and in Indiana, a couple of teams that uh, essentially aren't aren't trying to accumulate as many wins as possible at this stage and and where they are in in some pretty significant rebuilds. So there is some potential for the Warriors to dip a couple of games back of the Grizzlies, if they're not careful. All right, so that'll do it for uh, us. Uh, Big thanks to Sterling Bennett and everybody in our San Francisco studios. Uh, Warriors back in action on Monday from Denver uh, as that game is a 6 o'clock tip. Warriors live beginning at 4.30 uh, from Denver as uh, Golden State... Trying to get back to their winning ways, but they're going to have to do it shorthanded. No Curry, among others, headed to Denver to play that one. Uh, that'll do it. Warriors fall tonight uh, to the Lakers in L.A., 124-116. And you heard it right here at 7 The Game. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?